This is the Pro Channel Manager Podcast, episode number 15. I don't feel... Holy... You're listening to the Pro Channel Manager Podcast, the only podcast in the world that shows you how to run a YouTube channel just like the pros. And here's your host. He's grown multiple YouTube channels by millions of subscribers and billions of views. And even though he speaks funny, we promise you he is speaking English. Tom Martin. Hello and welcome to the first Pro Channel Manager episode of 2021. Let's hope we can leave a lot of the problems of 2020 in the rearview mirror. And I wish you all a prosperous New Year full of views, subscribers, and sweet AdSense money. It's another solo episode today, and we're going to be talking about something that will hopefully bring you all of the above that I just spoke about. In our previous solo episode, uh, which was episode 13, and as always, you can find that by visiting prochannelmanager.com forward slash episode 13, the word episode number 13, no spaces, no hyphens. I'm now sounding so robotic. Uh, we spoke about how to find work and find clients as a YouTube channel manager or a YouTube services provider. So do check that out. But then once you've got that client or once you've got that potential lead in front of you, you've done all of that hard work. You know, it's not easy to capture that lead and then it's not easy to even get an opportunity to speak to them or send them a proposal. But once you have got them in front of you, you're going to want to maximize the amount you can generate from each one of those clients by increasing the number of services that you offer so you can upsell, cross-sell, and basically get them to pay for a larger monthly retainer or a larger suite of one-off services. You are best placed to do this because as a YouTube pro, and many of your clients will not be YouTube veterans, they might just be experts in their field. They might just be trying to market their company. So you will understand their YouTube needs more than anyone, probably much better than they do. You know the types of tasks that will need to be covered. And so even if they come to you looking for one particular service, let's say monthly channel management, you could both potentially win by working together on more than one YouTube service. And so today I'm going to talk to you about all of the different services you can offer to clients as a professional YouTube channel manager or professional YouTube services provider. But before that, a quick word from our amazing sponsors, vidIQ. vidIQ is the secret weapon for every professional YouTube channel manager. Why? Because it has all of the amazing workflow and efficiency tools you need to save you time and effort, but there's more. It also has the most advanced YouTube SEO tools in the world including an incredible keyword research tool that I use on every single video that I upload. I've been using vidIQ since way back in 2013, and without it, I simply would not have been able to generate the billions of YouTube views that I have. Fact. So if you want to get Ninja and start using the tools that the pros use, check out prochannelmanager.com forward slash vidIQ to get a free 30-day trial of one of their awesome paid plans. That's prochannelmanager.com forward slash V-I-D-I-Q. And you can thank me later. Thanks, vidIQ. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart, a real big thank you because I physically could not deliver my YouTube services from my company to my clients without vidIQ. 
I use it on every single account. I use it on my own channels. So please do make sure that you check them out. Okay, so I'm going to take you through the nine services that you can offer as a channel manager. You can offer them in a combination. You can offer them in isolation or some kind of mixture of the two. Some are short-term, one-off services. Some are ongoing services. And it's really going to depend on your skill set, your resources, the amount of time you have, but of course, the needs of the clients. I'm never, ever, ever going to suggest that you try to sell anything to a client they don't need. We're never trying to put short-term profit in front of long-term value that we can deliver because if you continue to help a client and give them what they need and a service that they're happy with, they're going to keep you for longer, which is going to mean higher long-term revenues. So let's really think about the customer experience, the customer's needs, and make sure you're not selling them anything that they don't really need. In terms of the services we're going to talk about, I offer a number of these services through my YouTube services company called Channel Fuel. Uh, you can check that out at channelfuel.co. That's channelfuel.co. But you notice that I don't offer all of them. And the reason for this is, one, I'm trying to keep the company boutique. I'm trying to keep them renowned for the quality of their work. And for that reason, we only offer services in which we are absolute world-class operators in. So we don't, for example, offer design or video editing. It's something that we could do, but we want to keep our services only to the things in which we are the market leaders. Whether you would like to offer services that kind of secondary to your expertise is up to you. You could partner with somebody who is an expert. You could outsource the work, but this can lead to other problems as you develop more of an agency model. And we'll actually save that discussion about an agency model for another episode because it can be very profitable, but it does have its own set of problems. Okay, so so here we are, the nine services you can offer as a YouTube pro, and you can find all of these, including more information and relevant links and resources by visiting prochannelmanager.com forward slash episode 15. That's the word episode, the number 15, no spaces, no hyphen. Number one on my list of YouTube services is the YouTube channel audit. Now, I've put this number one even above ongoing channel management because for me, this is always the first step in onboarding a new client. And it's the biggest way that you can help a client either in the short term or in the long term because there's no way that you can give strategy advice to a channel or a YouTuber without knowing their current status. What are they doing well so far? What are they not doing well so far? You can sell an audit in whatever format you like. You could do it live on a video call. I personally have a very in-depth system. Uh, so I do a full channel audit. I produce a big report. And we also jump on a call to discuss the results and talk about further strategy. If you'd like a bit more detail on my audit process and what I think about audits as a service, you can visit prochannelmanager.com forward slash episode nine or you can find that episode in the podcast app you're using right now. Oh, and make sure you're subscribed while you're there. So yes, the audit is really, really important because it really sets out the store of how the channel is performing and shows the client the depth of your thought when it comes to YouTube and running YouTube channels. But even better than that, from a point of view as a services provider, an audit can actually work as a statement of work, things that need to be done on the channel that either the client can do themselves 
Or if you're lucky, they'll come to you and say, will you actually carry out these steps for me? And so that is why the audit is the absolute number one on this list. Number two on my list is keyword research. Now, this is not something a lot of you are going to be able to offer as a a full service because it's hard. It's really hard. Even in my kind of small agency, I'm the only one in the business that actually carries out the keyword research as a service because it is so kind of technical and in depth, but it's really, really powerful. First of all, of course, I use vidIQ. Don't forget to check them out, prochannelmanager.com forward slash vidIQ. I use vidIQ to do all of my keyword research for myself and for my clients. And what I do, I do, it takes me about two days. I do a giant load of keyword research. Uh, one, it helps me to create a playbook where I can create almost a copy and paste system on which I would base all of my metadata. When I'm talking about metadata, I'm talking about titles, tags, descriptions. And I can either use that to implement going forward on the channel if I'll be running the channel, or I can hand it over to the client for them to use as a copy and paste system so they know exactly how to do their titles, tags, and descriptions. The second great feature about doing a keyword research project like this for a client is it gives them tons of content creation ideas based on data. A lot of the time I work with clients and they are just kind of making the videos that they want to make. They're sticking their finger up in the air and saying, what shall I make today? This will actually give them some data to say, this is what people are searching for. Here are the videos that you can make, or at least here are the keywords that you should be basing your new content on. So really, really, really powerful stuff can be very, very complicated. Uh, I do have a flagship course on keyword research. It's not currently available, but you can sign up for it on the get on the pre-order list by visiting prochannelmanager.com or community.prochannelmanager.com. And we also have a keyword research fundamentals masterclass available right now in our Pro Channel Manager training library. And you can find that over at prochannelmanager.com forward slash community. And by being a lovely listener of this podcast, you can get a discount by using the promo code podcast at checkout. Now, number three is the most obvious on the list, and that is going to be an ongoing channel management engagement. This is where the client will either provide you their videos or they will upload the videos directly to YouTube. And it will be your job to go in, optimize titles, tags, descriptions, potentially thumbnails, playlists, everything basically to get this ready for upload and then to schedule it for upload. This can be very, very complicated or it can be very, very straightforward. It all depends on how your onboarding work has gone so far. Uh, As I mentioned, I always like to do audit keyword research first to help with that. But a lot of the time, this can be a very, very, very lucrative and very straightforward way to help someone with their channel. Sometimes people will need a lot more help in terms of content creation and feedback. We'll talk about that later. But some people will just be too busy and they just want to pay you to get their time back. Or some people will just want to concentrate only on making the videos and they do not want to touch the YouTube back end. And so you will come along, take away all of their worries for a nice monthly fee. Of course, if you're a pro channel manager, this is your bread and butter. You know how to run a channel. You know how to grow a channel. And so this is probably the most obvious and one of the most common forms of service that people are looking for and that you can offer. 
If you do want to find out a bit more about what this job could entail, if you haven't done it in the past, uh, check out episode three of this podcast in your podcast app or prochinamanager.com forward slash episode three. Number four on the list is retrospective optimization. And this is something that I never include in my kind of upfront package, but something that I always recommend is important for channels. And that is to go back and clean up their existing videos. If you've done an audit, you'll already know what needs to be done. And it's going to be much easier for you to grow the channel going forward if not only are the new videos optimized, but all of the old back catalog of videos are also optimized. Because, you know, you might have, you know, 50 or so new videos that you've published over the year that are sparkling and bright and fantastic and optimal. But you might have 500 that are great content, but absolutely stinkers when they come to things like titles, tags, descriptions, uh, ad optimization, playlists might need to be optimized for their thumbnails and for their titles and descriptions. And also there's probably a whole lot of playlists from old content that could still be created. So this retrospective optimization is a great upsell, something else additional to your monthly ongoing retainer that you can charge. Uh, and it's pretty straightforward. It's very manual, so you will need to price it accordingly, but it can be a great way for you to make extra revenue and also is generally going to help the client. I've not really covered pricing here in this episode, but I will uh, dedicate an entire episode to working with clients and pricing in the future. So number five on the list, you may think is a bit of a given, uh, but I always like to highlight it separately and I always highlight it in my proposals to clients because I think it's really important. And number five is ongoing consultation and strategy advice. So if someone hires a channel manager, they may be hiring someone as just a mechanical pair of hands. They just want someone who's going to take their video, put a title on it, put a description on it, put some tags in it and get it scheduled. But for a lot of clients, YouTube is not their native tongue. They don't understand how it works. Even if they make good looking videos, they might not necessarily realize what makes a video optimal on YouTube. For example, they might not have strong call to actions. They may not be looking at the lens of the camera. They might be making videos that are too long, too short. They could be making compilations. They could be making best ofs. Some of their formats might not be working. And so I always build this in as a bonus or as a big feature of my ongoing channel management services is that as an expert channel manager, you can build this into your monthly consulting on an ongoing basis. And you can provide ongoing feedback in terms of what content has worked, what is not working, helping them improve their production, their post-production. Do they need more music, more effects, or less of that stuff? What content should they be making more of? What content should they be making less of? Do they need stronger calls to actions? All stuff that they wouldn't know necessarily because of their lack of experience. And this is really going to help you differentiate yourself from the competition if you can offer and include this expert ongoing consultancy on a monthly basis. A great way to bundle this in is also to let them know that you'll be providing a monthly analytics report, something that I do for all of my clients over at Channel Fuel. And I just do a one simple email. It takes me a while to compile, but I make it as simple to digest as possible for the clients. Just going over key metrics for the month. How are things tracking? 
is view time going up, is views going up, audience retention, revenue, uh, and what videos worked well, which videos didn't work so well. The beautiful thing about this, as I said, with all of these services is that they can be sold separately as well. So you could offer a ongoing analytics and consultancy package, which is totally separate from channel management. So they might already have a junior in-house that's doing the channel management. They just might want an expert eye to call upon to have a monthly report and monthly digest just so they know that they're doing everything as they should do. They don't necessarily have to pay your fee for them to run the actual channel on a day-to-day basis. Number six is going to be a little bit less common because it revolves around content ID. And the answer and the service here would be content ID management, essentially. If someone is asking for help with content ID, that means they would already have a CMS to work with. If they had a CMS already, it's likely they'd already have somebody in charge of their content ID operations in-house. However, it isn't impossible for small companies, especially if they've been on a, around on YouTube for a, a number of years, to have access to content ID that they're either not using or even didn't realize what they had or what the capabilities were. I have had clients like this before where I've been able to go in, clean up their policies, start to help them ingest new assets and help them deal with daily, weekly, monthly tasks and claims that are coming in, disputes, that kind of stuff. Obviously, you won't be able to offer this unless you have experience because it's not something you can just kind of wing, you can work out, but it's definitely worth at least having available to you and something that you should let people know that you're able to help with. Even from a consultancy point of view, if they're doing it in-house, if you've got experience, you may be able to go in and help them increase their monetization, clean up their policies, clean up their assets. So it's just one more service that you can offer. Oftentimes, as I say, if they've got a CMS, they will likely have someone in-house already because it's quite technical, or they'd likely already be working with an agency such as Superbam, uh, who are a, a content ID only agency who I spoke about and actually interviewed their founder, Ryan Bossack, back in episode 10. So go and check that out if you want to hear more about that. Number seven is, as well as number eight, somewhere where we start to kind of deviate and go into almost secondary services. Number seven is thumbnail creation. And obviously, this is a great, great service that you can either cross-sell or upsell to someone who needs channel management because they know probably a lot less than you uh, in terms of how to create a great thumbnail and also likely don't have the time or maybe even the skills to be able to Photoshop a great thumbnail. At Channel Fuel, my agency, we don't actually offer these directly because we only offer services in which we are world-class. Like I said at the start, uh, we are world-class channel managers and strategists. We are not world-class at Photoshop or design. So what we do instead is either partner with their in-house design team or one of their freelancers, or we recommend them a partner. And what we would do is basically provide the brief for the thumbnail. So we'd come up with the text if there was any, we'd come up with the concept of the thumbnail and we'd work with the designer over revisions to get it just right for YouTube. Potentially also some A-B testing as well. We wouldn't actually be creating the thumbnails. If you do have that skill, that is something that you could offer and you could make a good margin on creating the thumbnails as well. As I said at the start, you could also partner with other people 
you could do the briefs, work with the designer, but get somebody to do the actual design work and you just make a margin on their design work. This can get a bit messy because you're then getting into the gray area of are you claiming to do the work yourself or not? And also then you have to rely on other contractors that are outside of your company potentially. Uh, and also you have to find good people that can do a good job for the fee that makes it profitable for you. Very similar to that is point eight, which is video editing. A lot of people that are looking for channel management outside of the media space are making their own videos, are not experts in videography or editing. And so they'd likely already hand that off to a freelancer to do or someone in their team. However, if you can take that on and be responsible for almost like a full stack agency where you do everything, basically they deliver the files and you deliver a finished video, fully optimized, published with a thumbnail, that can be really attractive to a client because they don't have to do any of the heavy lifting or any of the work of managing the process around all of the different people that are doing all of the different bits, the thumbnails, the editing, and bringing them together. You can take all of that off their hands and they just deliver you the video and you can sell that as one lovely big package. Of course, I suppose 8.5 could also be you offer the videography, um, but that's going to be a lot less common because that's not something that can be done remotely. But if you are able to take on local clients, I suppose tip 8.5 is that you could also film the videos as well as edit, thumbnail, optimize, publish, playlist, the lot. That truly would be a full stack YouTube agency. Tip number nine is going to go beyond what the average channel manager is going to be able to offer. And that is further video distribution. You're already working to make sure you've got amazing assets, amazing content, amazing videos to be able to publish on YouTube. It would be a great idea for you to offer the client the same level of service on different platforms. Can you take their videos and publish them to Amazon Prime? Can you publish them to Facebook? Can you find them distribution deals with platforms like Zumo, Kadoodle, Roku, etc. Could you also line them up with aggregators and licensing companies like Bowclips or Video Elephant? Not only could you potentially get paid a service charge for making these assets available and publishing to these platforms, maybe you could even negotiate a split of the revenues that are earned on those other platforms. This is, again, not stuff that you can just do off the cuff. It does take some work. It does take you setting up the processes. But once you've done it, it is scalable and it is, of course, of great value to the client. I'm definitely going to be doing a future episode on publishing to other platforms. In the meantime, you can check out a podcast I did on my other podcast feed, The Video Insiders, and we'll link to that in the show notes, which you can find alongside all of the tips in this guide in a lot more detail by visiting prochannelmanager.com forward slash episode 15. That's the word episode, the number 15, no spaces, no hyphens. I hope you found this useful and I hope these are things that you can start to offer almost tomorrow and add to your bottom line as a channel manager or as an existing services company. On the other hand, if there are any of these services that you would like done for you and you just happening to be listening of course, you can come and get in contact with me over at channelfuel.co. You can check out my services there, or you can just email me directly, tom at channelfuel.co. For the rest of you, if you found this useful, not only do I want you to go and leave a rating and review in the podcast app of your choice, 
but I'd love for you to come and check out the Pro Channel Manager community where we're not only talking about things like this on a daily basis, but we're going into much, much more detail. And eventually there will be trainings for every single point along this path, including further video distribution. As I said at the start of this podcast, I would not be able to deliver even half of my services if it wasn't for the amazing software available over at vidiq.com. And thanks again to them for sponsoring this show. And remember, you can get a free 30-day trial of one of their awesome paid plans by visiting prochannelmanager.com forward slash vidiq. I'll be back again in two weeks where I have another awesome interview show lined up for you. But until then, happy uploading. Laters. Thanks for listening to the Pro Channel Manager Podcast. Happy uploading. And remember, next time you go to publish a video, ask yourself, what would Tom think?